Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Two Sound, Two Vision, a podcast where every week we discuss a movie and an album that are somehow related, but how related is up to us. I'm your host, Gus. With me is Jim. Hi. Rowan. Hello. What's up? How are you? I'm okay. Um, Yeah, this week we're going to be covering Punisher and Punisher. We'll get to that later. (laughs) First off, we've been watching a lot of vintage alcohol commercials. Yes. I don't know why we need to talk about that, but I just wanted to talk about it more because... I just every I feel like every few months I want to listen to the Orson Welles like outtakes. I don't know if was that your first time having known that existed. I barely watched. I came into it. And okay, so Orson Welles was an actor and writer and director. He's well known for Citizen Kane and other stuff. He was in the, is that the Rosebud one? Yeah, and he was also in Transformers the movie. Yes, he was also in. Uh, Transformers the movie, not the Michael Bay one, but the eighties one with oh. with the with the dad rock in it and Weird Al Yankovic's in it. Yeah. Um, he is? He, there's a song in there oh. for some reason. You said you were talking about Orson Welles yes. in the Transformers movies and you yes. were like he's in the Transformers movie and my first thought was Bernie Mac <laughs> <laughs> Or is Bernie Mac Orson Welles? <laughs> is that what you're trying to ask right now? But I was just trying to think of, like, when he showed up, and my first thought was the car salesman. And I was like, no, that's Bernie Mac. Yeah, that's definitely <laughs> Bernie Mac. Both of them have, have gone yeah, onwards. But the point is, the point is, before Orson Welles croaked, he was in terrible shape and was always drunk. Mm-hmm. And he was recording a series of champagne commercials. And he tries to be like, oh, you know... The French champagne has always been a status symbol of excellence, and now there's a new champagne. And he comes out, and he's just like, "Ah, the French champagne!" <laughs> and it's just the like, he just can't get. He's too drunk. And you see the final commercial, and they've just dubbed over him, and it's just a, uh, maybe Orson Welles, maybe a guy that kind of sounds like him, being like Palmasan, and he's just sitting here posing with it, looking like he's about to fucking throw up on himself. It's the best, and. Yeah, I was watching those, and then we, we, we got distracted by that for a minute, me and Jim, mostly me. Yeah. Um, we were watching the Billy D Colt 45, <laughs> Billy D Williams and the Colt 45 commercials, because he just he was so much better at it. Oh, yeah. Which was fine until we got to the one with the horse. <laughs> what was that? I have no idea. We, I didn't even see it. I don't know what you guys are talking okay, about. Okay, so we a get a fucking commercial you'd fall asleep and wake up to at 2 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this horse? <laughs> yeah, dude, so we click it, and it's like a horse comes flying at the screen with its, like, teeth out, and it's like, ah! And then it's just, like, weird, like, what? like not talking heads music in the background that's, like, sort of funk, but not. Uh-huh. And then it's just, like, like Billy Dee Williams in a trench coat walking yeah, down the like, street looking like a goddamn... A lady sitting backwards on a chair. Yeah. How much uh, I caught this? A uh, refrigerator explodes. And There's Colt a refrigerator. 45 goes everywhere. A skyscraper becomes a Colt 45 can. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my it, God. It's a lot. And I don't know. That's just all that's on my mind. I don't know why I'm opening the episode with this. <laughs> I'm a little intoxicated and a little bewildered by that commercial. <laughs> so, yeah, dude, this week, if you do anything, check out those commercials. Just watch, like, <laughs> 80s fucking alcohol commercials. Yeah. Do that. Sounds like a fun time. It's, I'm having fun. I'm sad I missed it. How are you guys? Uh, you were in the bathroom. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. How are you guys? Uh, 
Well, I guess I got instead of a four day weekend, I got a five day weekend this Hell week. Sort yeah. of. I had to go to work this morning. Why? Uh, do you mind if I talk about that? Yeah, I'll, I'll talk about it. Um, I felt a little sick. You had to cover for her. No. No. Oh, okay. I I actually um just wanted to make sure that I was not coveted. Yeah, not coveted, and I actually went and got a test to make sure, and I was good after like two days it was just like a shitty bug or something really yeah it was like really congested and i just i felt like shit and i just woke up the next day and i was like oh dude how was the test it wasn't it was not as bad as it makes it seem like you see videos of like them putting like the the deep swabs in there oh yeah they put the thing in the nose yeah and it tickles your brain well for me it was more of just like a long q-tip and all she did was just kind of like tickle my nose with it and it tickled so much that i was like literally in tears laughing my ass off and she was like you're the first person that came in here that was laughing about it and i was like well look it just tickled jokes on you i love covid (laughs) fuck you i've got a covid fetish (laughs) i'm having a great time yeah but because of that i I let my boss know. I was like, we're not sure if Rowan has COVID or not. She's not feeling great right now, and she got a test. So then he was like, well, you should probably just stay at home just to be safe until we know. And it was just, that was on Tuesday, and then we had to work Wednesday and Thursday and Friday this week. We had off because Christmas. So then I didn't go in Wednesday, and two other people weren't at work, one for personal reasons, and then the other, they had the same situation that we were yeah. having. Mm-hmm. So she which didn't they go to also work came either. up as negative. So I don't know. I think for me it was more of like I feel shitty. I want to make sure this is not COVID because yeah. I didn't know if it was like maybe just like a head cold or you know maybe it was COVID or something like that. And it's so hard to assume nowadays that it could just be the flu or a cough yeah. or cold. So because or of that, to be safe, and because I work in a really tight space with a bunch of people, it, to be safe. My boss and I decided that it's probably best to just not go into work just in case until we know. And then because there were a, a lot of other people out of work that day. There's so much COVID. Yeah, but no one had it, thankfully. Thankfully. I but feel like when you have. like asked me if I'd come in for a little bit today and help him because we were down so many people. But I got like overtime pay and everything. I feel day. like if you have 17 different cases of, hey, we might have COVID, you're definitely going to get COVID. <laughs> I mean, maybe. That office has had almost COVID so many times in the yeah, last couple there's months. Been a, a lot there's of been a lot of calls in there so far. Yeah. Which thankfully for me, like it was nothing. And I feel like I feel much better. Like the next day I felt like a million bugs. So I was like, I don't know. I was a whole ass me. So do you guys have the thing when, like, you, your allergies get a little bad and you start convincing yourself you have COVID? I think that was me. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, because I do that almost every day now. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm draining a little too much. Yeah. And know? it's like, no, I'm just a smoker and, like, <laughs> yeah. have allergies. Yeah. This has been how I've felt for the last 24 yeah. years. I don't think it's COVID. Mm-hmm. But every, but I'm just like, okay, is it going to be death COVID or is it going to be bad time COVID mm-hmm. or is it going to be nothing COVID? If it's mm-hmm. nothing COVID... I wouldn't be feeling anything, so it can't yeah. be nothing COVID. So it's either death COVID or bad time COVID. Yeah. And I just think about that for an entire day. That's yeah. been my life. It was definitely yeah. making me panic a lot, though, because I was like, oh, my God, what do we do? Which COVID did you think it was going to be? Because if you were having those thoughts, did you think death COVID or did you think bad time COVID? I just think bad time COVID. You think so? Yeah. Just... You seem relatively healthy. Yeah, I was like, oh. You're not old. I don't think it was going to hit me that bad. 
I didn't think I was going to be in the hospital or anything. But the lady, the, what scared me the most was that when I went into the uh, doctor's office and the lady was like, well, we've had people come in here that have the same kind of symptoms as you. And they walk out here positive. And I was like, well, what the fuck? Why are you telling me this? Because I don't want to be positive. No, they, what they meant was that they walk out of here real positive about the fact that they don't have COVID. Mm, well. <laughs> They're so positive like about what, the, where their life is going now that they definitely don't have COVID. <laughs> yeah, so it was an experience. I was going to try and get tested at the same time, but it was like 5 o'clock and everywhere was closing and it like wasn't they even weren't that. like it was like the last like everywhere had to have an appointment like there was like nowhere around us that didn't have just drive up yeah like, urgent care in. walgreens you know cvs yeah, everywhere. like everywhere was closed so i had to like call a bunch of different places and fast med was the the one place that was like really pissing me off because you had to go online check in but the thing was it was 4 30 when we were trying to figure things out and I'll, the last time for you to check in was at 4 30 but it said that there were more appointment times. So it didn't make any fucking sense. And I was trying to figure it out. And it was making me stressed out. It was, oh, my God. It was the worst yeah, experience. Was like, why does, why do all of these COVID testing places close at, like, office hours? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like they should be open a little later than that. Yeah. But they, like, none of them were. So we only found, we found one place that was, like, on the complete other side of town. And they only had one opening. And we were like, well, she's the one that doesn't feel good. Yeah. So she should get the test, and then if it comes back positive, obviously I need to go get tested. Yeah, but we needed to make sure I was good first. we got the results, like, the next day. Yeah, it was perfect timing. So at that point, you thought you were the nothing COVID. No, I I felt fine. That's what I'm saying. So you oh, thought I you had that. Think, well, I was trying to be positive the whole time, and I was like, I don't know if you do. Yeah. Because, like, the lady said she has other symptoms, and I was like, like, she said, obviously it's hard to assume these days, but I was like, I think you just have a head cold. Right. Cause that's yeah. what it sounded more like. Yeah, yeah. But well, I like I said, it's, it's so hard to assume. You never yeah. know. Yeah, no. With me, if I feel like I said with allergies or smoking, if anything feels even slightly off, yeah. I think it's COVID. Yeah. And if I feel fine, I kind of just walk around assuming I have um, the the normal COVID, yeah. the one that doesn't make you that sick. Yeah. So like, I kind of always think I have COVID, even though I know I most likely don't. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. It yeah, sucks. I, We're living I, in a nightmare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I keep getting really self conscious because I met the. Every year at this time, I always end up getting Me a stuffy too, nose yeah. for the next couple months, and my sinus is like, or my sinuses are like always draining. So like, then eventually I always develop a cough because of it, and I'm always like hacking up a bunch of phlegm and everything. And it happens. It's happened every year of my life, but especially this year, I feel really self conscious about it because I feel like I'm gonna cough or something, and everyone's gonna run away from me. And like, Aww, it's just my Jimbo. sinuses. It happens every year. <laughs> I have allergies. I have year-round allergies. I've been doing that since yeah. the beginning. I'll say it's like, I'm in like for a rough couple months until like May, May or June. Right. It's like, I'm always like, this time of year I'm fucked because it's cold and I guess that fucks with my sinuses. And then spring starts and pollen is everywhere. Any weather change and I'm <clears throat> out. Yeah. Like, like, until I'm fine in the summer and fall. But winter and spring, I am fucked all the time. There's a, so much pollen. I have a lady I work with, and she's, like, always constantly having allergy problems. She literally has a bottle of um, Benadryl with her everywhere, one in her purse, one on her desk, everywhere. And uh, just a couple weeks ago, she was sent home because she was sniffling too much, and they were afraid that uh, something was going to happen. She was going to end up getting COVID, so she was sent home. And she was just like, it's just my allergies. It's... 
I'm like this every single day. I've been here for like three years now. You should know. <laughs> what if she's just had COVID for that entire three years? <laughs> she no. is where this came from. She went to China and blamed it on them. Yeah, she she it was a it was an inside job. Yeah, it really was. COVID's an inside job. Yeah. Yeah. I've got this new habit. <laughs> I'll walk in while my dad's watching the news, and they'll have the numbers for how many people died that day from COVID. Mm-hmm. And I'll just go, huh, that's a 9-11. And I just walk away. <laughs> it's just the new ho- hobby I have. It's like, huh, that's a whole 9-11. Does he say anything? Just usually, yep. <laughs> because, like, what do you, like, yeah, it's like 3,000 people. Damn, that's a yeah. 9-11. That's yeah, crazy. It's just a 9-11. Every day. And I've heard a lot of people doing the whole, like, do you know that on 9-11 only this many people die, but on COVID this many people? And that's not what I'm doing there. I just think it's fun to point out that, <laughs> yeah. hey, I'm not, not that it's good those people died. I hate COVID, man. Yeah. I'm the most anti-COVID person you'll ever meet. Yeah. But at the same time, that's a 9-11. Like, when you see 3,000 people, <laughs> what do you think? Yeah. It really sucks. I hate What, I 9-11? Hate mm, all of, all it. of it. Yeah, I agree. It was... George Bush strikes again. <laughs> George Bush strikes again. <laughs> the funny thing is, is I was this close to saying George Bush too, and I should have oh, done it. Oh, it could have been everyone. I should have done it. <laughs> what if in that moment the whole world spoke and everyone, and everyone said, George, said George, George Bush? Just Dan sitting there on the couch, and they're just like, George Bush. George Bush. <laughs> but you know, some people are saying it fondly. Yeah. Some people are like, damn, you remember George Bush, man? Some people are like, George Bush, man. He he sure was George Bush. And then yeah. some people are like, man, George Bush, all those war crimes. Yeah. like he really invaded the Middle East. Like crazy. Okay, so I have something. So, um, because I've mentioned before, I am a white woman and I have TikTok. Yeah. Have you guys heard... That there is a new conspiracy. Well, it's probably not new. I'm sure it's been out there for a while. That Michael Jackson is still alive. Yeah, there's always that. I have never. That's it's been that way since he died. I have never. There's the seen there's the footage of the van that they say he got into the after ambulance. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's it's been that way. I found conspiracy TikTok, and I'm just like, oh my god, I was eating it up. I Rowan, watching so many videos. Everyone that died is still alive. They're all chilling on a beach in Argentina. There is no. It's because conspiracy theorists do this with everything. I love it. I was I'm like, sure oh there's God, people that great. still think Elvis is alive, and it's like, look, even if he didn't die, then that motherfucker's dead now. Yeah, he's yeah, gone. Exactly. Like that's Hitler the, the Hitler one's the one that gets me because yeah. people are like, Hitler's still out there, and I'm like, doing what? Like that he's so old. Would be like over a hundred years yeah. old. He's He's yeah. just chilling, He's being gone. a corpse because he died of old age He's after escaping. He's like the escaping. guy in Fall of New Vegas that's just a brain or something. Yeah, Hitler's a ghoul now. Yeah. <laughs> He's just alive forever. Hitler's cryogenically frozen next to Walt Disney. Hell yeah. <laughs> Two Nazis. Have you heard the conspiracy about that? No. Frozen? Yeah, so there's a, <laughs> a, I guess, conspiracy, if you want to call it that. There's no real conspiracy. It's just a running theory, I guess, that they name they, – named the movie Frozen Frozen so if you look up like Disney's Frozen or Walt Disney's Frozen you'll just get the movie you and did not tell articles yeah yeah not articles about Walt Disney being cryogenically frozen but don't they like that what 
people thinking that he's fro- that adds to the mythos of Disney, doesn't it? I guess I don't know how they feel about it, but like, I, there's just a running theory that they named it that. So if you look up Disney's Frozen, or yeah. you'll, you'll exclusively get stuff about the movie. Because I feel like Disney is for white moms mostly, and I feel like Disney conspiracies are for like when it's a little dark outside and it's rainy <laughs> and, the, and the and the white mom wants to be like, oh, let's go in incognito mode and look up Disney like <laughs> Disney conspiracies. <laughs> like I feel like that's what that's for, like because. You know, mom wants to feel bad. She just turned off Pocahontas, and now she wants to look up how Walt Disney's frozen <laughs> under the park. You know, <laughs> so that, I feel like I feel like it makes sense that Disney conspiracies have always existed. Yeah, I feel like that's it's just white moms. I miss fun conspiracies. Yeah, no. Why did they all get racist? Yeah, I don't know. Do you remember back when it was just like there's a Roswell? I don't know. I hate every modern conspiracy. Have you ever tried to follow Q? No, I don't want to. I hate every time I hear Q went on come up, I'm like, oh, I'm <laughs> never taking another thing this person says here. Exactly. No that is. Okay, so Q is the theory that John F. Kennedy Jr. Uh-huh. never died in a plane crash. He actually is still around and is best friends with Donald Trump, and they're going to fix everything, I guess. And they're fighting against the deep state controlled by the Clintons and George Soros. What? So John F. Kennedy Jr., apparently there were a bunch of pictures of a guy that kind of looked like John F. Kennedy yeah. Jr. Yeah, I feel like it's not a modern-day conspiracy if George Soros isn't involved. Right. And, and that's and it always comes down to, and you know, they're hoarding all the money, and it's like, yeah. oh, you, you, he's, he's Jew, you hate the Jews. I yeah, get it. Every, I swear, every conspiracy like that always circles back around to Jewish people, and every I don't time. know why. The minute you hear, like, 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 Zion or whatever, oh, or yeah. like any of that. It's just like, oh, here we go. It's time to get racist. <laughs> it's like, why have Jewish people never caught a break? Yeah. Every every fucking conspiracy these days comes back to Jewish people, and I'm like, why? Right. Why is everything the Jews' fault? They don't. They haven't had the time to do anything because everyone's constantly trying to fuck with them. The best. <laughs> well, the best part is. And you know what? At this point, good on them. You know. They've taken enough shit throughout all of history that I think it's fine <laughs> if they deal it out at this point. My favorite is because like, I saw this in a video somewhere. A lot of a lot of these like weirdo fucking like anti-Semitic conspiracy theorists, their their favorite thing to do is go. And I don't actually hate Jews. Most Jews are just people that are like doing things. I hate the Jews in control. And it's like the, it's, you're so close to just getting into Marxist theory. <laughs> You're like I hate people that hoard money and are evil. It's just like, but you've attached this weird racist thing to it when yeah. you're just mad at capitalism, dude. Like yeah. you're mad at capitalism, but somehow you just made it anti-Semitic. It's like you were on the road to being like a Marxist, and you just like like flipped the car Punisher 2004 the oh, movie God. style and became <laughs> racist. Like how did how did you do that? They're so close. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I hate all these conspiracies. I, I miss, miss when aliens. they were fun. Yeah. Yeah. I miss aliens. I miss yeah. I miss when they had nothing to do with fucking Hillary Clinton. Yeah, yeah everything's else. always it's either anti Semitic or it's well, it's always anti Semitic <laughs> these days, but it's like that or someone's diddling kids or like There's harnessing so them much for their power. Yeah. yeah. It's like why does everything circle back around to that? Yeah, yeah it's why always is, and it's I hate always, how everything's a conspiracy now. And it's usually both, because it's usually like like Oh, these Jews are pedophiles, and it's like, like those are the big two, and they're in almost all of them now. Yeah, like, I hate it. I fucking hate it. Don't you miss aliens? 
Yeah, bring yes. back the aliens. Don't you miss fucking... Would you like to have Wait. a word about our Lord and Savior Sasquatch? We, yes, I would. Did we tell He's you about real. our UFO? You saw a UFO? Yes, we did. We did. Huh, where? Like, legitimately. It where? was December 13th. Because that's when the uh, <laughs> meteor shower yeah, was, it was happening. So we were all outside. There was that meteor shower. I don't know if you know anything about it. I heard that. about it, yeah. So we were out there. We were out there a little early trying to catch it. Because mm-hmm. we're responsible human beings and we had to work the next day. Oh. But Which means we had to be in bed by nine. Yeah, so we were out there, and we were just looking up at him, and my brother had come out just to see if we had seen anything, or I guess if he could catch some, and he just comes out, and he's just kind of looking at the sky, and he goes, what the fuck is that? He's like, is that a UFO? He goes, what the fuck is that? Is that a UFO? So we all just look over at it, and there's just like a bunch of lights and like a V shape, and then like one out in front, and it was just kind of like in the clouds gliding through like on the horizon and then it looked like it turned or something and then mm-hmm. just kept going and then disappeared into the clouds. Yeah. That's wild. It was, it was a fucking UFO. Question. What? How did the Jews make that happen? I don't know. <laughs> and there were a lot of little kids on I was going to ask where were there any children in the But that's fun. We saw a UFO that one time or yeah. some kind of weird skylight. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck. I'm convinced was. that like I'm convinced that the supernatural and UFOs and stuff like that don't exist, but some kind of, like, trickster god is fucking with me so that only I see things like that. Yeah, it was nice, though, because that one night, it wasn't only me, it wasn't only him, it wasn't only his brother, all three of us saw it, so it was like, I don't know. Dude, I've seen so many ghosts. If I walk down the hall in this house, for the longest time, that light would randomly start turning off Mm -hmm. and on. We have shit falling over out of nowhere for no reason. Like this, uh, everywhere I go, I see ghosts and aliens, and I can't talk about it because people already think I'm crazy. Yeah, but we have I, something I'm, in our room that keeps moving something, and it's yeah, we don't out. know what that is. I don't. It's I just weird shit. Like, so we always have a fan on or the window cracked, right? But there's not always, but most of the time, yeah, just because airflow it gets hot in there for whatever reason. But like a lot of time, we'll just have the fan off and like the window will be shut. The air conditioning won't be on, and shit will just, like, bags and, like, stuff will just fall over on our uh, dresser and shit. It's weird, man. I don't yeah. know what it is. I don't like it. Like, How are the Jews doing that? <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, I see ghosts all the time, so you have no sympathy for me. Um, I see ghosts everywhere. I'm like that Kanye and Kid Cudi collab album. <laughs> yeah, the... I, I, I see, I see yeah. ghosts. ghosts. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not surprised by that. Yeah. yeah. Either way, speaking of um, ghosts. No, albums. No, no. Phoebe no. Bridger's first album, The Ghost on the Cover. Oh, I'm still oh. on. I'm on to something. Yeah. This You're is still a segue. Skeleton outfit. Yeah. The, the skeletons. Yeah. The ghosts. Yeah. You're on to something. We listened to a fucking album that's Phoebe Bridger's. <laughs> this week we listened to Punisher by Phoebe Bridger's. I'm doing about it, hey. man. What's up? What? There's <laughs> <laughs> no doubt for it. So second. this week we listened to uh, Punisher by Phoebe Bridgers. Um, this is a 20, 
twenty. That is this year, yes, because this is, <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I forgot like when it. I thought for some reason I thought it came out in twenty nineteen, but. Well, no, we're doing our January. January. I know that's what. This is the first installment in January. <laughs> we're gonna talk about new albums all month. Phoebe Bridgers, Punisher. It was her sophomore album, kind of like indie rock type thing, I guess. Um, very Elliot Smith, if you're into that sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, it's. What y'all think of it? I love this album. Yeah, I really like it. I really like it. I also yeah, love this I album. Say this album got rolling into Phoebe Bridgers. Yeah, because I, I kept playing Kyoto a lot, and then played more of the album because I didn't feel like changing the song. Yeah, and then. She got really emotional in the car and started crying. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I had him play it multiple times, which I will get to that. We'll get to that song. This was the only album of 2020 to make me cry. Really? Aww. The only thing to make me cry. Aww. I didn't cry at any movies or anything this year because there were barely any movies this year. Yeah. yeah. So I, the only time I cried was listening to I Know the End by Phoebe Bridgers. I don't know what, when it started picking up towards the end mm-hmm. and getting faster, I was just like... Well, that is like a well, really strong... Yeah. Like, yeah. I was just like, well, it's yeah. time to cry, I guess. I don't I know what... I was starting to tear up, too. <laughs> so, overall thoughts, just that's it. Y'all like it? Oh, I love this album. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Like he Old said, friend. like he used to play it all the time in the car, and I was just like, man, I kind of actually like really like this. You know? Yeah. Kyoto was the only one I'd play in the car because it's like and then the, garden the song. only one that I feel like you can play in the car like while having fun yeah, like because all the, the other rest ones, of it's just yeah. depressing. Yeah, you're just going to need like a pack of cigarettes and yeah. like <laughs> yeah. you're yeah. probably going to cry in the car. Like yeah, yeah, it's like other than that song, you can't – it's just depressing. But then Kyoto is fun. Yeah. Is the whole album depressing? Yeah, it pretty much is. Yeah. I was trying to be like, there's at least one. Uh, no. So even no. Garden Song, the first track kind of. That's what I was going to go to because it doesn't really, I don't know. It's, it's, I guess it's kind of melancholy, but like. Yeah. It sounds pretty. It's, uh, I guess but it's about murdering song. someone's skinhead yeah, neighbor. Yeah, I was going to say, I do love that, which is like, and when your skinhead neighbor goes missing, I'll plant a garden. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah. The, I think the thing about this album, because I've heard a lot of people complain about how she plays guitar, that it's it kind of sounds samey across a lot of songs. There's not a lot of variety in her skill set. And I've heard people complain about her songwriting or whatever, but for me, that's the highlight. Yeah. Like, I think she's just a hell of a lyricist, and yeah. that's kind of the pool. I would say, I that was kind of my one thought on this album, like, really negative-wise, was it does sort of get a little samey like a lot of the instrumentals and stuff it might be hard to tell apart or like you can skip through a lot of songs like just jump to different times in the songs and you probably wouldn't be able to notice but i think it kind of works to this album's favor really Mm -hmm. yeah just because i feel like especially if you're listening to this and you're already kind of down I feel like it just kind of is the mood. Yeah. It's good wallowing music. Yeah, yeah. like, it's yeah. good, like, if, you know, that happens and, like, you're, you know, it's just kind of, it's that, yeah. Right. I was, like, sitting at work with my AirPods in with this album on, and I was just starting to tear up with every song. It's, it was mood. It was right. the mood. Yeah, it's a real 2020 mood. Yeah. I think that, I'm, I do think that it has a, that's a factor of why she blew up like she did this year. Because Phoebe Bridgers, like, if you listen to that kind of music, she wasn't like unknown. Yeah. Like I, I think everybody in this room, I don't know about you, Ron, but I know you and me, we were aware of Phoebe Bridgers yeah, before she... this album. Cause we were excited for the album. Yeah. Rowan would have known, yeah, I uh, known at least motion sickness. Yes. I love okay. that song. 
Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, she was pretty well known, but this did, like, like, all of a sudden, she's, like, on every talk show doing a performance. Yeah. And she, she's I, on every, like, morning show. Yeah, it's I swear like, she's been on Kimmel a couple times. I know she did one for Myers. Oh, I don't know. Got, got a weird face. But yeah, I just, I only know the Kimmel one because she was playing Kyoto on some weird ass instrument. And yeah, she was the just bathtub. sitting at her bathtub yeah, the whole time yeah, yeah, with the, the toy microphone. Well, I think she did another one for Kimmel where she just like drove in circles in a car yeah. the whole time. It's <laughs> It's been very like rollouty, and I know a lot of yeah. people are kind of tired of seeing her get pushed everywhere. I don't really need another live performance. Like, yeah. Uh, throughout the year, she was on like every late night show. I, I don't think I need another one of those. Yeah, I didn't watch. I think the Kimmel one was the only one I watched. I don't need another music video for me. Like, yeah, I, I get why people are tired of all the mm-hmm. promotion. Mm-hmm. But the album itself, man, it rules. Um, I have some favorite. I love Kyoto just because I love the instrumental yes. to it. Yeah, it's a lot. It's, it's a fun instrumental. It's it's very fun and Is that the one also with the depressing. Yeah. Also yeah. another conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> but how did the Jews do that? <laughs> They're trying to keep us in line. But I don't know. Like, favorites. Halloween's great. Um, yeah. I like Savior Complex a lot. Um, I love I Know the End. Those mm-hmm. are probably my favorites. I like Graceland, too. Graceland, too, is great. Dude, I remember for, like, a huge portion of this year... I was being like, bro, have you finished the Phoebe Bridgers album? And you were like, no, not yet. And I was like, there's like several spots where guest artists that you love show up. Yeah, is Graceland 2 the one where it just becomes a Boy Genius yeah. song? <laughs> and I, I know you love that EP, so I'm like, bro, like, yeah, finish the Because I didn't want to spoil I didn't want to be like, bro, Boy Genius, it's there. It's, listen to it. But yeah. like, this year was, I got into a point through like the large mid part of this year where I just, didn't feel like listening to music anymore where I was just, I don't know what was going on, but I was like, so I guess since we were talking about crying earlier and we got in our feelings, I haven't cried in like three years because my brother was in the hospital and we all thought he was going to die and he didn't spoilers. Um, <laughs> he saw the UFO with us. Um, what a that beautiful was the last ending to that I, story. Yeah, <laughs> that was the last time I cried until this year. And then I just had a breakdown after like, a couple really shitty weeks and then one super shitty day. Yeah. And I just came home and I was like, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And then I just was got to the point where I was like, I don't feel like there was no music for a long time that I was like, I really want to listen to that. Or I just couldn't like, I would put on the album and just be like, I can't right now. Yeah. Even though it was like the mood for that, but I was just like, I can't. So you I just sat just, in silence? And like no, silence? I would just put on podcasts and like half pay attention to them, and they'd just kind of be there. It was just noise. I love the imagery of Jim like sitting in a bathtub, sad James Bond style, smoking a cigarette. Yo, where we're just, you, but, but it's just like a podcast on in the background instead of music. Yeah, Jim's there was always so calm and collected and so sweet, and he was just all crying. And yeah, whenever, uh, Whenever that happened, where we lived at the time had a seat built into the shower, so I could have just sat there in the shower and smoked cigarettes. Yeah, I didn't. I drank a lot of beer in the shower, though. Yeah, beer shower. I would just sit there and drink in the shower. Drinking in the shower is hilarious because that became a trend recently. Yeah, and I was doing that before. I was just like, no, I was just drinking a beer and needed a shower. Like, yeah, you guys had to make this a thing. It's just yeah. a fun thing to do. 
be at that point in the year, like around the time this had come out and all, I just didn't. I was having such a shitty time that I just didn't listen to anything. I had a few bad months, and I kind of went the opposite way. Yeah, like I uh, just didn't want to listen to anything. I just didn't have the motivation. I had like months where all I would do is like find a new thing to listen to every day. And then I had a period where I stopped doing that because I got tired of doing it and would just pick three songs and, like, just basically shuffle them all day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, f- I feel like everyone I've talked to is, like, habits of consuming things they like. Yeah, there was, like, one song I listened to around that time, and that was, like, the only song I listened to. I mean, I guess global pandemic and just general bad luck can change how you want to listen to things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. how late after the this album release did you hear it? I don't or? remember. I think it. On. I think it was around the same like, time. Like I heard Kyoto, but that was a single. Oh right. yeah. So this came out in June, which was I think Two around the time before. I had my breakdown. Yeah. Um, maybe July. I listened to it. August. It took a while. It did take a while. Cause you like I swear every time I saw you were talking to you, you would just berate me into trying to listen to I, it. I had to. Because I'm just like, because you hadn't even made it to Halloween. You didn't even hear Connor Oberst make a guest appearance Yeah, I yet. just got like halfway through when I was just like, I don't even remember the last couple songs I listened to. And I was like, oh, I'm going to have to restart it. And I just didn't have the energy. What made it click? Uh, I don't know. I think when, I just kept trying to listen to it. And at one point, I just kind of got through it. You just got I was better, like, I guess. Not really. <laughs> I just like I want. I just kept trying to put it on because I was like, I want to get to this album. Like I want to listen to it. I've been. I was waiting for this album for a long time. Right. Yeah. Because I think it had two single, three singles before it even dropped. Right. Yeah. Because I think Garden Song was one of Garden them. Song, and then, Kyoto, and I See You. I believe. Maybe. Yeah. I don't think I listened to that one because I I get tired of artists putting out too many singles. Mm-hmm. Like. Let I guess me hear another the mediocre album. right thing. Uh, right thing. A mediocre white guy thing is. Death Grips, and the last Death Grips album, I swear every fucking song was a single. Yeah, it did feel that way. The uh, Bottomless Pit? No, uh, the one with the or mouth. No, yeah, the mouth one. Um, Year of the Snitch. Yeah. Yeah, because that's the one I was thinking of, because I remember when... That's Hot- another album that I don't even remember. There were so many singles from that, and I remember being like, I really like this one and none of the others. I grew That album grew on me later, though. I, I, I haven't gone back to it in years. Ha but Ha anyway, Ha is a peak yeah. Death Grips song. They say, but this, I just kept trying to listen to it, and then I think one day at work, I was, like, existing, and I just, like, tried to put it on, because I was, like, I don't know, I want to hear this, and I'll just try it again, and then I think I finally made it all the way through, and I was, like, oh, no, that was a beautiful album. Oh, yeah. yeah. Are there any songs that you don't like? Um, I don't think so. You? Well, I'll say that Graceland 2 was the one that, like, made me cry like a fucking baby in the car. Is that your favorite on here? Yeah. That one's probably my favorite. My favorites are uh, The Garden Song, Kyoto, and then Graceland 2. And uh, I really like I Know the End, too. I Know the End is probably... If I had to pick a favorite, I'm stuck between Savior Complex and I Know the End. Yeah. Because Savior Complex to me sounds like... Graceland 2, I love how it almost gets, like country there's a kind of country yeah vibe to it's it. the one that has the the violin in it yeah. yeah yeah it gets very country i like that um for me savior complex sounds like the elliot smith song that elliot smith never wrote yeah is that the one i'm blanking on a lot of it at the moment but is that the one that like builds up at the end 
That's under the end. Yeah. I thought there was another one that like started to really build up. Savior Complex is the one that sounds like an Elliott Smith song. Like the oh, melodies I can't and remember. It's, it's slow the whole way My through. My memory is awful. But, yeah, um, and I love Halloween. I love the harmonies yeah. towards the end. Yeah, There's a lot really of good nice. vocals on this from not Phoebe Bridgers. Yeah. Because there's the Halloween Connor Oberst appearance. Mm. Um, Garden Song had, Are I don't know. Are they in a relationship now? Who? Her and Connor Oberst. There's been rumors for years, and I don't care. Fair enough. <laughs> She's written songs like because uh, Moon Song has lines that people assume to be about him. Oh, the like the um, what's the you're you're married you're sick you're married and you might be dying or whatever. Oh, people yeah. took that to be about Connor because he had all those health problems mm. and was going through a divorce. Mm. So, like, could make sense, but but I don't care. That's their lives. Yeah, but. Yeah, I, I love that appearance. And whoever does the backing vocals on a Garden Song, mm-hmm. like yes. during the hook, there's like a deep voice yeah, in the back. I don't know who yeah, that is. Yeah. I'm not sure who it is, but I really love the I vocals on that. I liked it too. That. I remember that, yeah. So I, I think vocally, I think she's definitely stronger vocally here than she is on any of her previous stuff. Because I don't, like the first album I liked when I heard it, and I remember thinking on Boy Genius – because I, I, I'm a big fan of uh, Julian Baker, mm-hmm. and I love Lucy Dacus, and I was like, I feel like they kind of stole the show when it came to actual performances on that. Yeah. So for this, for me, the, the, the thing is, like, listening to the hook of Garden, I'm like, oh, that's really pretty, and her mm-hmm. performance stands out. Or on I Know the End, when it starts ramping up, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. no, her perform like, this is the first time I was, like, I've been impressed by her songwriting, but not by actual, like, yeah singing. It's just, yeah. like... She had the blandest song on um boy on the boy genius EP. So, um yeah, I the only I don't really like Punisher the song very much. That one kind of it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But I find it, it was compared to everything else here. I think it's kind of forgettable. Mm-hmm. Um, but the rest, I don't think there's a song I dislike here. Same here. Yeah. Like it's all really good. It's just a good album. Um, yeah. Chinese satellite. I liked a lot more towards when this came out than now. Oh, okay. It was one that I had like in rotation for yeah. a while and then kind of like got sick of. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, this album rules. Um, yeah, I, with the exception of Kyoto, I would say this album is one that I. And it was weird as it sounds with the discussion we just had is an album that I prefer to consume as a whole. Yeah. Because like, not saying Kyoto is a bad song. I love that song. It doesn't necessarily fit the mood of the rest of the album. Mm-hmm. But I agree. Like, because Kyoto, I can listen to on its own, no problem. Because it, Which I don't you know, do. it just has a completely <laughs> different feel. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the album, I, I don't know if there's like one song I'd put on. I feel like I'd want to listen to the whole thing. You know, I just want to put it on and let it go. I think Kyoto fits the album themes wise and like lyrically, because a lot of the lyrics here are about. Her being sick of touring and, yeah. you know, like on the, I know on the last song she talks about like wanting to be, you know, home so bad than getting there and like having all these plans and not doing anything, just mm-hmm. laying around instead. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of this is dealing with her emotions on touring and I think that makes Kyoto fit better than some of the other songs on here. I think sound yeah. wise it I doesn't. I just, yeah, sound is. But really lyrically the whole is. thing's about being on tour and like having issues with your dad like yeah yeah being sad in japan about your dad like it pretty fits fits the actual lyrical themes mm-hmm. i think pretty well but i get yeah. how you how like it's more of a 
It's way more upbeat. Yeah, very upbeat. Yeah, it's very upbeat, whereas the rest is kind of like one... Mm-hmm. I'm not going to yeah. say one note, but it's kind of like one feel one feel yeah. the whole way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I can see that. Personally, I have listened to Savior Complex outside of this album a lot, mm-hmm. but other than that, you no, know, I've mostly listened straight through it. Yeah, it's one of those things where, like, like I said, outside of Kyoto, I don't think I want to put on this song, I think. I would just want to put on Punisher. I mean, there's so many good songs in this album. Mm-hmm. Might as well. Um, I do put on... When Garden Song came out, I listened to it to death before the album even came out. <laughs> yeah, so I love Garden Song. I put that on a lot without it, and I, I definitely do with um, Savior Complex and I Know the End. I can listen to those without the what album. What about the hardest track on this album? DVD Menu. I actually love that. <laughs> it's pretty like, good. There's something, don't get mad, there's something very Trent Reznor oh, Lord. about oh, no. how it like it's like an ambience and then it just kind of fades into uh, a garden, garden song, song yeah. that works really well. Um, I love that. It Like I said, it sounds like something Trent Reznor would have done. Yeah, so. I do like it. It's actually a good And guess what? She's a huge fan of him. Oh, God. She said it in an interview. Did she now? That doesn't yes. mean anything to me because as much as I love indie white girl music, they all seem to be the biggest Bruce Springsteen fans. Yeah. Good taste. I don't like Bruce they Springsteen. They love Trent Reznor. They taste. love Bruce Springsteen. I don't this know about the Trent guy, but uh, Bruce now. You like the boss? <laughs> you like the boss. <laughs> I don't like how you said that. That sounded so good. You like the boss. He's scary. He's becoming Willem Dafoe in the White yeah. House. <laughs> Back Hard. to the boss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. His dick. It's growing. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I yeah, I wish. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I actually love the ambience of the DVD menu and how it flows into it. Like I said, the only lulls here for me are Punisher and depending on my mood, Chinese satellite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't like ICU when it first came out, but it grew oh, really? on me. Yeah. I I, I, I think I listened to that as a single. I found the keyboards on the hook that dun, 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 dun. I found that really grating at first oh. for some yeah. reason. Yeah. I don't know why, but I was like, I can tell this is something I'm gonna like eventually, but this keyboard mm-hmm. is driving me fucking insane. Yeah, yeah. I so. agree. <laughs> but I, it grew on me. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's good. What else do you say? I feel like we're gonna have that problem on like f- several albums. In this month, when we're just like we're covering all good stuff right now, yeah, so, so I don't know. It's yeah. just like, oh yeah, we love this it's whole great. thing. Great. Like, well, I don't know. With some of the other ones we have planned. <laughs> really? Yeah, I can't even remember all the ones, but I know there's the one album that you kept trying to push for that I don't remember if it's in it or not. We'll see. That'll I be think a discussion for I, after this. I'm excited. Oh, I'm very excited. Because I think I'm excited for the one I want to do next week. I just have to get everyone to agree. Because I if think it's the all one of them that we were yeah. talking about doing, if you guys have changed anything. I haven't talked. Well, there's a couple, but there's no order we have. <sighs> yeah, I think I know them all, which is exciting for me because I'm always in the dust. <laughs> I mean, we had some pretty easy-to-know picks early on. Yeah. Like, you got... You got Wait, um before this podcast, I all I did was just listen to like the classic rock, so like Red Hot Chili Peppers, Sublime, and all that shit. That's classic. <laughs> you gotta love that. Yeah, you gotta she listened love to that. J. Cole and Twenty One Savage. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Twenty One Savage was her most played artist on top five uh, percent this year. She's in the top five percent of Twenty One listeners. I was also in the top one percent of Melanie Martinez. How does that feel? Pretty good. 
Apparently, I just listened to a lot of Jason Molina because sad white guys that drank themselves. Yo, to I death. was in like the top one percent of soccer mommy listeners this year. Oh, and I didn't think I listened to that much soccer mommy this year. Yeah, man, Spotify. There are Wait. a few on there where I'm like Spotify. Did awesome. I listen to that that much? You like my shirt? Can you see? Oh, it? cool. She's wearing a Melanie Martinez shirt I'm for the listeners girl. who cannot see. I got Toby Maguire. This is a uh, audio medium. <laughs> anyway, I think that's about it about the album. Any last thoughts about it? Or? Uh, no, it's great. Listen to it. Yeah. I feel the same way. Yeah. Well, we don't. We do the recommendeds at the end. I said, are there any last thoughts? Don't give me your recommended now, you motherfucker. <laughs> I'm taking control. We also watched a movie. Um, this week we watched The Punisher 2004. With Thomas Jane. I don't know who directed it. I didn't look any of that up. Oh, I kind of assume he directed it. Yeah, it kind of feels that way. Because any time I hear someone talk about this movie, they say Thomas Jane's Punisher. So I always assumed he directed it. Like he's an author that wrote it. Yeah. But (laughs) no, um, this movie is about a man who has his first family reunion in five years after retiring from the FBI after a big mission where they killed a mob boss's son. It's not easy to describe this plot, but I I'm going to do know it. That. Yeah. So as he retires, he goes to his family reunion and the mob it's boss. The first one they had in five years. Five years. And the mob boss kills them all. Now he has to go punish people and get revenge. Yeah. The That's mob the boss kills his whole family yeah. and he said, fuck you. I'm only wearing affliction t-shirts now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that's what I really want to get into is his son gives him a shirt at the beginning and is like, hey, dad. I got you a weird skull shirt. Like, that's the origin of the Punisher logo on this. And his son gives him the shitty shirt. Then his son gets murdered by mobsters in a car. They run him over. And he finds the kids, like, like it's grimy and, like, been tossed around. And he, it's yeah. just the Punisher <laughs> logo on it. And what that means is that, like, you know, Spider-Man designed his costume. And, like, the, the fucking X-Men got their costumes from whatever they did. And... The Punisher got his because his son was really into, like, shitty, like, fucking Ed like Hardy ten, shirts. Yeah, $10 Walmart shirts. Yeah, like, does that mean in this universe the Punisher logo is on shirts that get bought at Walmart still? Probably, yes. yeah. Yes, yeah. it does. That's crazy. I guess they do have cops in that universe. Yeah. <laughs> Even though we don't Plus see one. them. You never see We it. just yeah. see the FBI. Yeah, the There's only time... so many explosions and, like, death. At one point, there were two bodies down at the stairs, and it's like, where the fuck are the cops? Like, Yeah, the yeah only... there were no cops. The yeah. only time we see them is at the beginning when he is one. Yeah. But no, he's FBI. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. X, right? Same difference. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're all authorities, and we don't like any of them, but, like, yeah. what I'm saying is... There There's are no patrolling policemen in this. Yeah. Like, yeah, never. Nobody comes out. Nobody hears that girl about to get beat up by her boyfriend. Or then very soon after, the smells the body at the bottom of the stairs and calls the cops. <laughs> like, everybody's just like, well, if was only there, there was somebody to call. nobody living there except for the three people? Yeah, four? it was just, yeah, it was the four of them. I mean, the, the apartment itself, like, it seems to be in, like, Florida or something. Yeah. But it's like. The apartment itself looks like it came from like fa- like a destroyed area in Fallout. Like it's yeah, like it's it dilapidated yeah. brick building, and then you go in and it's like, yeah, we got like five people living here. Yeah, we've got diner girl, the girl that works at the diner. We've got fat guy. We've got dude with face piercings. Is that a Chekhov's gun? We'll see. 
<laughs> you got the Punisher. Sometimes you've got the guy who the Punisher tortures with a popsicle, but only when he's being tortured. If he's being tortured there and hanging up there, I doubt he's sleeping anywhere else at that moment. Like for the for the duration of that torture, he lives there. Yeah, I guess. Okay. And that's that's well, that's the Russian it. Russian guy has his eternal grave at the bottom <laughs> of those stairs. But all yeah. I can think about is if like they're gonna go get groceries or something, and they're just walking down the stairs, leaving, and then there's just the fucking Waldo guy and and the other guy. Yeah, that they giant, Waldo <laughs> yeah. <man. laughs> giant Waldo Russian man. Giant Waldo Russian man. My favorite part is in our group chat when we were deciding on this. Chuba said something about like a, a like roided out Waldo. <laughs> Did and he? I didn't Did know he? what the fuck he was talking Why am about. I just missing all of Chuba's. Yeah. Did he block me or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope Same so. Here. But like, he said something about like, oh, you get to see roided out Waldo or something. And that I was like, sense. I don't know what you're talking about, whatever. Yeah. And then we watched this and like halfway through that, I was like, oh. Yeah, it makes sense. Chuba, <laughs> you were on to something. I saw this as a kid, and I only remember one scene, and it's the one where he get the the, the the piercing guy. Yeah. He has, like, three lip piercings, a nose piercing, and an eyebrow piercing. Yeah. And, like, the mob boss guy, who's gay, comes in Jesus. with a pair of pliers. No, we support them. <laughs> uh, but he comes out with a pair of pliers and rips his piercings out. It's pretty hot. That's the only thing I remember from this movie when I saw it as a kid. Why was I allowed to see this as a kid? I don't know. A whole family gets killed. Yeah. And it, like, not just father, mom, Mom. and child. It is grandparents, cousins, aunts, uncles, everybody. It's like. The entire family. They have, like, the table from the Last Supper painting, and they're all just down both (laughs) sides of it. Like, it's full. The grandfather is like, you know, this is our first family reunion in five years. I'm glad we could all get together. I love you and guys. I just want to say, <laughs> I love you guys. I'm glad we're here. And then in comes in mom guys on the backs of trucks and motorcycles, and they just start fucking blasting. One everybody. guy's got a little cross tattoo on his arm, so you know he's hardcore, but it's like yeah, and he's an got inch. Bad early 2000 <laughs> yeah. sunglasses. And the spiked hair. Yeah, the spiked hair. Which he did look better with the sunglasses on. Yeah, he, he did. did. Not even yeah, when off. he had the sunglasses on, it's like, okay, regular, like, oh, handsome 2000s guy. Then he takes the glasses off, and it's like, oh, what's wrong with your face? Yeah. <laughs> Put it back on. Put it back on. Your <laughs> eyes are weird. But the, no, because that's the mob boss's son. That's John Travolta's son. Yeah. Because that's the guy he gives the, 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 no. the grenade to. And at the end, he's like, you've killed my son. And then, because ex- he killed him in that FBI thing earlier. Uh-oh. And then, like, the bomb goes off, and he's like, both of them. Yeah. It's like, okay, Punisher. Uh, shut up. He was really... This felt... This didn't feel like an action movie guy. This felt like a guy who knows the tropes of an action movie guy and is trying to do it because his family died. Yeah. Hmm. He even writes a manifesto. He writes a manifesto. He There's the scene where he's at the bottom of the steps after that fight, and they're like, are you okay? And he's like, I'm okay. He's not, and points to the guy he just killed. Impressive. And then he just collapses, and it's like... You just did that because you've seen it in a movie. The, yeah. Like, yeah. like the one-liner shit. Like if it really feels like this is supposed to be an Arnold character. There wasn't character. even a lot of good action in this movie. It just felt it was like... Just, there was, I feel like there were very few actual action parts. Yeah. I will vouch for the family murdering scene. Yeah, no. So the family murdering scene is a lot of action. And then like 
But it felt like that was like the only good action. No, yeah. no, 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 no. What do you think? There's what? the best action set piece where he's sitting in a diner and Johnny Cash <laughs> walks in and sits down, opens his guitar case. You know, oh, what's up? The Punisher's got his hand on his gun. But then he takes out a guitar, sings him a little country tune about like dying or something. And then he's just like, I wrote that for you, Frank Castle, the Punisher. <laughs> And, and and Frank Castle, the Punisher's like, okay, and just eats his food. The guy leaves and then like tries to hit him with his car, and they just have like a little shootout outside their cars until he he takes out a knife and launches the blade into Johnny Cash's throat. Yeah, that looked like the most surviving edge weapon shit I've ever seen. <laughs> it did, but that's the best action scene in the movie. Also, I when that scene started happening, and he walked up to him and he said, "I wrote this for you." I thought it was just gonna turn into like a weird side plot about a struggling artist trying to sell this guy a theme song. <laughs> <laughs> so you're the Punisher, right? Check this song I wrote called "The Punisher." Yeah, and he was like, "I thought he was gonna try and sell to him and be like, I could sell this song to you for." insert amount of money here He's just and we can just right? play this for you <laughs> it's just, it just the man happen. in black but not because yeah. there's a skull now it's not just black <laughs> there wasn't a joke there but i went for yeah. it either way <laughs> i think johnny cash is the peak of the movie for me because it's it's like at first it's like that guy's got johnny cash hair and johnny cash clothes oh he's got a face tattoo why are his nails black Oh, he's playing a country song. Oh, he just got shot in the neck. That whole yeah. thing, I was just like, okay, if this is just the bad guy, we didn't learn anything about him from the fact that he sings a country song once. Yeah. So why did we put that there? Why does he encounter this guy in the diner? Why doesn't yeah. he just, like, have a shootout? Yeah, he totals the Punisher's car, and then the Punisher steals that guy's car, and you don't see it until the very end of the movie. He's just standing on a bridge, and the car is next to him. It's right. like, oh, he just took this guy's car. Like, that's his car now. Which, by the way, I don't know if you noticed, like, the very, very end when he's standing there on the he's bridge. He's got the green car. But no. The the camera was really shaky, so yeah, I don't know like, if it was, like, it, it almost looked like the bridge was, like, wobbly or something. Yeah, weird. that or they had, like, a crane shot they were trying to do, but it was just really windy, and it was, like, bobbing <laughs> yeah. up it's and down. It's the last day we've got here, man. we got to get that shot. Yeah. Yeah, it was, like, it looked awful. Like, it just kept going up and down. It's like, what the fuck is happening? Well, there were a few times when I was like, oh, I got a little too fucked up, which I probably did, but still, like, there was one point where it looked like the aspect <laughs> ratio was changing. Yeah. And I was sitting there like... They're going to know I'm fucked up if I say this. And then Jim goes, huh, what's with the aspect ratio? And that it was just like a par- like they had something like at the top of the screen that was the same like black yeah. as that. And it just looked fucked up. That and then there was. Mute- yeah. And then, and then for a while I was like, dude, they're ma- this is like a, a Jackie Chan movie. Like <laughs> this is like a spaghetti Western. Like the words don't match their mouths. And I kept kind of just like, is anybody else seeing this? Or Thomas Jane's <laughs> yeah. words aren't coming out. And then. I think Rome was just yeah. like, huh, their words don't match them. I'm like, oh, thank God I'm not that <laughs> fucked up. I'm good. Yeah. Man. So, yeah, this movie was – It's look, it's not the worst movie we watched. No. No. There were a lot of things like the, the arrow that went um, uh, through the back from the front. Mm-hmm. That was like – Well, like they set it up that he's shooting this way, but yeah. then like – Yeah, it didn't make sense. Yeah. 
it was things like that. It was kind of like, uh, yeah, like did you y- not think about this? Yeah, this isn't a great movie, but I don't think it's terrible. No, I wouldn't watch it again. It lost me a few times. Might watch the family scene (laughs) where they just murder his whole family. There's a part like where like I don't know some lady. I assume like one of the cousins (laughs) is like underneath this house that's like on like cinder blocks because it's on the beach. It's raised up. They're like just underneath the house, and she's like hiding with two kids. And one of the kids like makes a noise, and this bad guy's just next to the house. Looks under, sees them, and just starts fucking unloading on them. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, Jesus Christ. Uh, what was the, um, the dad had the fucking, um, the dad had a rifle. He had a shotgun. Yes. Thank you. It turns out they had way more guns in the house that he goes back in the house to get afterwards yeah. that he didn't use during this assault. Yeah, yeah. they were both using double barrel shotguns, mm. and they had, like, Two semi-auto pistols in this cabinet. Why didn't you... They had ammo. They grabbed ammo later on. Why didn't you take those? Why did you take the guns that have two shots and then you reload? When you know there's like 17 dudes shooting your cousin. Yeah, like there were like revolvers in there. Those at least have six shots. Right. Like, why did you take those? That's why they call them six shooters. Exactly. Like, why did you take the shotguns? Take the pistols. You can shoot more. <laughs> oh man, that's that's true. How many of your family has to die before it starts being funny? I don't know. I feel like if someone comes into my house and kills like my wife and child, I'm like, wow, I'm Max Payne. This is fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sad, you know. I feel like once you get into like my third cousin, I'm like, okay, what yeah, are we doing? Like, what yeah. are you doing? Like, <laughs> like, I met that guy once. Like, <laughs> it starts getting like, once you meet like the uncle you heard about, but never met. Yeah. Like once you kill him, I'm just like, okay, this is kind of, yeah. this is a Monty Python. But how sketch. much shit does Frank Castle inherit from that? Bro. He's, that's he's why he gets the only to keep surviving member. <laughs> Well, of two families, right? Because the dad goes, yeah. two families come together and make my grandson. Yeah. And it's like, that is how reproduction it's like, works. how much shit does this maid get to inherit from that? Dude, just that life insurance policy. Yeah. <laughs> on that kid, on that sweet dead kid. Man, what, he can, he can punish weird, forever. It was like, flashback scene. Like, he was sitting there drinking, and it just has a flashback to, like, his kid, like... Sponsored s- by Wild Turkey. Yeah, he was, like, sitting there sleeping... And like was wearing like only boxers, I think, and boxers like yeah. shirt. It was really weird. Was I was weird. like, "Why is that what you're remembering?" Seeing him remembering his kid in his underwear, and then it zooming out to see him just sitting there with a glass of wild turkey. It's like this is a weird moment. Yeah, I didn't yeah. like that. It was strange. It was really weird. Also, why did wild? Because he has the he has the gun to his yeah. To there's his the throat. point like towards the end where like he's gonna attempt to kill himself, and he's just sitting there. With, like, a bottle of wild turkey. And it's label facing, facing the, the camera. camera, yeah. And he's just sitting there, and he, like, puts the gun to his head, and then doesn't. And then the camera pans back out to make sure to get that wild turkey yeah. in the shot. Like, like, it's, like, it's in the forefront the of the want. shot. It's, it's the at the very front. Thing. And it's, like... The sponsorship. What are they trying to say about wild turkey? This yeah. is what got us onto the the commercials earlier. This is yeah. what got us onto Billy D And, uh, mm-hmm. ah, the French champagne. <laughs> um, because that means they had to see that scene and approve it yeah so were they like you see the thing is he's drinking wild turkey and he ended up not killing himself yeah but we took it as 
drink wild turkey and contemplate suicide. <laughs> but maybe they're like, see, he doesn't do it because he has the sweet taste of wild turkey. It's just bad. Yeah, someone got fired. Bad idea. As they should. Yeah. But I don't know, man. This movie's... Yeah. Is this movie, like this one itself, directly the cause of all those assholes having Punisher stuff? You know, I feel like it... I feel like in my child brain before this happened, the dad in a Punisher shirt with his like open carry gun and a Walmart already existed. But did they wear Punisher shirts? But I don't know if I'm just putting that there because that feels like the ultimate thing. Yeah, because thing. Like, before this, there was no Punisher movie, right? I believe there was a Dolph Lundgren made-for-TV movie in the 90s. Okay, I don't feel like that was enough. Because like, there's no way all those guys... No Why did I know that? Just out- I, I'm just as confused as you. I didn't know that you knew that. Yeah, but I don't think <laughs> I don't think that would have been enough for people to do that. And I don't think those guys would have read the comics. I feel like this movie had to be the one because that really feels like the guy that was a teenager or like early twenties around this time saw this movie and was like, "That's the guy I want to be." Yeah, but you're forgetting this is 2004. Yeah. We're about 10 years after the comic book crash where comic books were, like, big money. Like, everybody was trying to get number one of everything so it could be the next Superman or whatever. This is 10 years after comic books. Like, Rob Liefeld had a fucking Levi commercial where he was like, check out these sick jeans. I'm going to draw did Deadpool. Those guys, did those guys care about that? I'm just saying they... Those they, are the guys that are like, I got my AR-15. Would they care <laughs> about that? No. Would they be aware of that iconography and want to repurpose it? Maybe. Maybe. I'm not saying that fucking Dale next door, who's like gonna swears he's gonna be a cop How one day. How much are we allowed to alienate? Alienate? <laughs> alienate our right wing listeners here. I mean, I talk about Marxism all the time. Okay, so without this movie, do we get Chris Kyle the way he is? Ooh! <laughs> now we're getting into something <laughs> juicy. There was a moment when he walks into the house after he got off, the, you know, he's no longer in the FBI, and he's got, like, a, a tight white T-shirt and a ball cap on, and he comes in, and he's seeing his family that he missed. And I was like, this has, like, real fucking... And his son gives him a Punisher shirt. Yeah. And I'm like, this has real Chris Kyle, like, American sniper energy. Yeah. And then I realize, like, oh, that's because he wore that everywhere he went. Like, there's a reason I associate this with him. Yeah. And... Like- Obviously, that type of guy would still exist, right? Yeah, absolutely. They just might not have the Punisher thing. Right. But, like, there's all these guys out there with, like, their lifted trucks and their obnoxious everything Mm -hmm. and, like, their uh, back-to-blue flags or whatever. Oh, don't you get me started on the (laughs) vintage throwback Reagan Bush shirts. Yeah, that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. And then on their split black back glass in their truck. It slides. They got the Punisher logo right there every time. Right next to their Those fucking. Guys right next to, to their Instagram handle. Oh, yeah. Right next to the Instagram yeah. handle. Sliding right back glass uh-huh. right there. Always mm-hmm. the Punisher logo. I feel like this movie has to be responsible. Why for that. are their women so terribly dressed? All the time. <laughs> They're always just in a giant T-shirt and shorts. I can't see. Yeah. <laughs> you don't. Do you only own giant T-shirts? <laughs> Vineyard vines. <laughs> Don't but sponsor yeah. us. But yeah, no, I'm I, I don't know what this movie's relationship to that is. 
it is a weird thing to ponder that like you know maggot chud blue lives matter yeah. guy is like super fond of the punisher a dude that just murders people yeah, the guy who is the bad guy yeah. i mean he's fighting other bad guys but there's no good guy in this movie well in this movie you could make the argument of like oh he only went after the people that killed his family cool got it Punisher, the character, as he is normally seen, just murders people that break the law all the time. Yeah. Which is kind of the thing that we don't like cops too much for right now. Yeah. yeah. But those are the kind of guys that yeah. like the cops. That it kind of makes you see why they love the guy who gets to go around killing without caring about the law. Yeah. It kind of... How much are we going to alienate them? Quite a bit, because yeah, I'm, there's there's okay, there's something that's why there. I was asking because I didn't know if you wanted to get into that discussion. But I don't know if this movie is where that comes from. I feel like because it, wouldn't those guys like the fact that it's not just the people that killed their family they go after? He goes after anybody. Oh, that guy sold drugs once, blow his head off. Isn't that more of the thing that you think they'd be into than what they show in this movie? I guess, but I feel like this movie's got to be a root cause, you know. Cause like, you I think this like was like this their gateway been, drug into the Punisher? Yeah, I feel like this would have been that thing that brought us there. Because yeah. like, I feel like this probably had a good bit of promotion behind it, and these guys would have seen it and saw action movie, and then been like, that's the guy I want to be. The guy with the grenade launcher on his AR, the ACOG for no reason. He's got all this tactical shit all the time. He's just got... Metal crates in his house filled with his guns. house is just a mechanic shop, yeah, but yeah, uh, upstairs. Really Why? Like, oh. what do you tell somebody when they come in and go, "Are you a mechanic?" You're on the second story. Did we you talk can't get about a car the, in there. Uh, elevator scene. Yeah, what's up with the elevators in this movie, Jim? What do you mean? Well, oh. I'm just saying because when the guys came in or whatever, like the the bad guys or whatever, and uh, they were looking for Mister um, Castle. Uh, and they're in luck that there's a huge elevator. In yeah. Oh, yeah, that's in the middle of in his the, apartment? In the floor. Which, why are there elevators in these people's apartments? In I the don't floor. know. Yeah, it don't, make, it, it don't make no sense. But all four of them could clearly have fit into this weird yeah, in cause, floor cause elevator. Yeah, because him and the lady were laying down in it. Yeah, laying there down There was enough space for them to comfortably lay. Yeah. Yeah, they all could have gone <clears> in that elevator and And she gets back up to just look through the thing and watch when... Uh, when um, mob guy who's secretly been being gay behind John Travolta's back, um, when he rips out the, the piercings. piercings, yeah, like she stands up and looks. There's plenty of room. Yeah, she like can they move around. Could have fit in there. Yeah, and they could have just been like, oh, there's no Punisher here, and there's definitely no piercings. Yeah, yeah, and even if like they all couldn't fit, by that point there was enough fucking holes in the wall to walk from apartment to apartment. Oh, that's the best part is he comes back. The Russian guy slams him through a wall at one point and makes a mm-hmm. fucking t- the Punisher-sized door. And then, like, mm-hmm. he comes into his apartment, and there's this giant Punisher-sized door to his left, and he still uses the door. Yeah. Like, bro, just take that left. Yeah. Like, go, <laughs> go into your That'll wall door. Like, I guess all doors are wall doors, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, you didn't need to go through the door. You could have just taken a left and been in your apartment. I have a lot of questions about that apartment as a whole. Why were these the only tenants? I don't know. Was there another room? I don't know. 
who 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 is the landlord? Do not have any other family to like come over at any point to possibly see Waldo and the other guy on the floor dead? Well, the well, waitress that, that's lady the thing. did say that she had moved to like seven different states in seven di- in like seven consecutive years, and she was like, every year I go to another state and find a new abusive boyfriend. Yeah, that's basically she found the a line. new Punisher fan. Yeah, she found a new guy in a Punisher shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it weird that certain groups latch on to comic book characters? <laughs> like you have the weird police MAGA chuds and their Punisher logo. You have like the the like the kind of edgy young adult woman that loves Harley Quinn. Yeah. There's like it's weird how comic books like there are guys for certain comic books. Yeah. Dude, wh- when are we gonna get the Spawn guys? Oh God. Who are the Spawn guys going to be? I don't know. We got to get the Spawn guys. I feel like the Spawn guys, they're going to be fucking crazy. (laughs) I want to party with whoever becomes the Spawn guys. (laughs) They're going to have so many chain wallets. Yeah. The Spawn guys might be the Juggalos. Holy shit. Yeah. They have that vibe. I don't know who this is. Spawn? Yeah. You see, in the 90s, during the comic book boom, everybody was trying to make a new, like, character that would sell a million comics. So a guy named Todd McFarlane made this guy called Spawn. Mm -hmm. He looks like Spider-Man, but evil, and he's got guns, and he used to be in the FBI. Juggalos. He also made Venom. Oh, nice. And new metal fans. There's an overlap there. Yeah, like hardcore new metal guys. Yeah. Because he did a couple Disturbed covers. or He did the corn cover. Yeah. The artist did that. So. so we already had the Spawn guys. Their time has passed. Yeah, their time has passed. Time We're has beyond passed. them. We've passed the Spawn guys. We're beyond them. We've <laughs> moved past the Spawn guys. <laughs> like, man, I love it. Who gets... I didn't realize... I didn't think about it until you said Todd McFarlane. I was like, wait a minute. New metal. We, we but gotta, there is definitely overlap. We've got to ban... We've absolutely got to ban... Ever having Deadpool guys, because they're already a thing, and I'm just not okay with that. Yeah. If you, I'm I'm sorry if I ever see you in a Deadpool shirt. I don't care who you are. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> the worst people. Yeah. I'm not even gonna get into it. They are know there what they Batman did. guys? Uh, friend of the show, Trendsetter Press. Covered in Batman tattoos. Yeah, but is that like a guy? Yes. That's not a type of guy, though. Like, I don't think I know another guy like Preston. No. Like, that's just Preston. For better or worse, he's a strange collection of things, and that's yeah. just what he is. Like, he Preston is, is the Batman guy. He's but the like, Batman guy who a, loves... A, like, a stereotype of the Batman guy. Yeah, there probably isn't. Yeah. I feel like somehow Superman guys have crossover with Punisher guys. I'm sorry. Do they? Yeah, because you always see the Superman t-shirts on those guys, too. Yeah, that's fair. But it's not like a creed like the Punisher no, yeah. logo is. Those guys them. are fucking hardcore. Yeah, those guys. What are you? What am I? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not a Punisher guy, because no. fuck, fuck <laughs> the cops. I don't particularly... I'm not a Harley Quinn girl, because I'm not 20. <laughs> um, Who am I? Jim, what do you think? I don't know. 
I you? couldn't tell you. I don't know. I don't think you fit one. I don't think. I don't think one. I am. I think I, I actually. Think any of us are. You know. I, you know what I think we're immune to, to that for. For better or worse, we have like personalities with quirks and don't have to have like an archetype. <laughs> yeah. I think that's it. I feel like. It's a good thing. Rowan's a couple levels away uh, from being a Harley Quinn girl. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, if you met her, you, no, would, no, no, no. If no, you met her, you wouldn't be sure if she had that phase, but you'd think there's a good possibility she had that what? phase. A couple weeks what? ago, oh, no. oh, she no. tried to make me watch Suicide Squad because she wanted to see Harley Quinn. Not a couple weeks ago, Jim. First of all, that was a couple of days ago. You're losing I have mind. a horrible memory. Me too. But she wanted to watch Harley Quinn. I just wanted to and I her. was like, we can watch Birds of Prey again. Let's not watch Suicide Squad. That. I just I wanted to explore. We can watch Suicide Squad. Too Wait, when it comes out. can I be an Abe Sapien guy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just slimy and wet and a fish man. Sure. That's Chuba. Chuba's <laughs> 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 an Abe Sapien guy. <laughs> Sorry, Chuba. <laughs> He's an Abe Sapien guy. He is. I wanted to be an Abe Sapien guy. That's He's the best definitely kind of Abe Sapien. Him with his <laughs> fucking wet-ass lips. <laughs> I like to think, you know, like at the end of Return of the Jedi where Luke looks over and he sees, like, all his, like, dead ghost dads? Yeah. I hope when, when, when like, like, like we're done with whatever happens, you know, when we fight in the next 9-11 or mm-hmm. something. For the good guys, don't worry. Um, we're not terrorists or... George Bush, <laughs> but um, or Dick Cheney, or Dick Cheney, whatever. The biggest I I really hope that like I look over and I see like Chris Kyle in a Punisher shirt, and then just next to him Hayden Christensen in Return of the Jedi style, like like Chuba in an Abe Sapien shirt just fades in next to him, <laughs> and I just smile <laughs> and look at him like Luke looked at his ghost dads, and I'm just like, there's my my superhero character guys, <laughs> there they are. <laughs> What's up, Carrie Fisher? <laughs> you don't even get that reference. You haven't seen that movie. I love it. I was still laughing about what you said. Don't attack me. It's about Chuba. Yeah. Chuba's <laughs> it's, it's funny. It's insinuates Chuba's going to die before. <laughs> dies! Yo. That's the funny part. He's and dead. I feel like Chuba How might weird is this? He's typing. I should have never invited oh, Chuba no. to my family reunion. <laughs> The mob guys killed Chuba. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I think where are we at? Well, one fourteen. Mm, we're gonna call it short this week. Uh-huh. I think that's. I don't think. Is there anything else about this movie? We've been all over the place anyway. No, it no. Do you have any last thoughts about the movie? Nah. So okay, it's time to see whether or not we recommend this, Jim. Yes. Would you recommend Punisher by Phoebe Bridgers? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah, me too. Check it out. Would you recommend this movie? Uh, No. I don't know that it's really worth the watch. The family murdering scene is great. It's like 10 minutes in. Yeah. Get to that. You've seen the best part. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> No, no. Go on YouTube and look up the one with the Johnny Cash guy. Yeah, but you don't need to watch until that point. I mean, it's not bad, but it's just like I don't. I never felt like I needed to watch that, and I don't feel like I ever need to watch it again. I feel to add to that, I feel that this movie is a perfect like Sunday middle of the day laying on the couch movie. 
I guess. I'm like if it comes on TV, bet I'm not gonna touch the remote. I'm never getting the Blu-ray out. Like, yeah, this is not a movie you need to own or watch. Yeah, like, I it's... guess I can agree with that. Like, if it's on, and there's nothing else on, Check it's it not out. a bad watch. Yeah, you're not gonna have a terrible time. Yeah. Um, Rowan, would you recommend this movie? Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. Actually, okay. It was it like I said earlier. Kind of, I kind of went in and out of it, but it was a lot of good scenes. Actually, I'm not even gonna lie. It was kind of funny. But that's about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, cause it's on one hand, I was really let down by John Travolta in this movie. Yeah, I don't even think we ever mentioned that he. As was an in. actor, who is known for big, crazy performances. Mm-hmm. I want a lot more from a John Travolta than that. Mm-hmm. He kind of was just like sort of bitchy through the whole movie. Yeah. Until I, don't he thir- I don't really care for John Travolta in general. I just wanted something weird because he's such a weird dude. Like, give yeah. me like a weird performance. Give me the weird Pulp Fiction dance. I feel like this movie captures a weird mid phase of John Travolta. Like, when he was nothing? What do you mean? He was bland. Oh, I just mean like looks wise. Because, like, in Pulp Fiction in the 90s, I don't know what year it came out, but whenever that came out, he still looked like a human being. For the most part. He, like, looks kind of off, but not that bad. And then, like, the most recent thing I've seen of him was the OJ biopic thing. And in that, he just looked like a goddamn space alien. Yeah, he's he's a weird dude. But that's just it. Like, it's. Well, his performance was a lot better in that show. He did good in it. As As an actor, I put him in a space. Similar to Nicolas Cage. Like, he tries, like, when he's actually trying, he's great? Yeah, because he's been in good movies. Yeah, or, like, I guess something he wants to be in, he's but great. he's also, like, I feel like even when Cage isn't great, he's putting on some kind of performance. It's interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's always and I put Travolta there where, like, in a lot of stuff I've seen Travolta, and it's just like, that's a weird choice. Let's explore that. Yeah. So... For this, I don't really, like, Travolta didn't do that at all for me, and that's such yeah, a big letdown. I don't know. I've never gave much thought to Travolta because I've never much cared for him. Like, I don't have a problem with him. Like, I guess I enjoy him in pretty much everything I've seen him in, but he's never been like, oh, hey, it's Travolta. It's just like, oh, John Travolta's in this school. I, but he's from the school of actors as uh, that I consider Nicolas Cage to be in, and yeah. that I would put Tom Hardy in, where... You don't know if it's going to be a good performance, but you're going to be interested. Yeah, for me... For me, lack of lack of that from Travolta takes a lot of points off this. But the movie also gains so many points from having a goddamn Johnny Cash with a face <laughs> tattoo yeah. get in a gunfight after playing a country song. That was hilarious. <laughs> so it's like... I'm, and I love watching John Travolta throw his wife off that bridge. Yeah. The family murdering scene. I, I had fun. So... <laughs> But the Travolta thing. Is he really that way? I've never watched that much John Travolta movies. I've seen and a I few. And I hate Grease. Grease isn't great. Yeah. But, like, it's for me, good. I can. I feel like I can tell when Nick Cage doesn't want to be in a movie. Yeah. And I don't know enough about Travolta to say that. Because, like, I feel like you could tell when Nick Cage is in a movie because he needs some money or it's tax season or something. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, you can tell, like, in a Mandy or a Color of Space that, like, he probably didn't get paid that much for that movie. Yeah, but, but you can really tell he wanted to be in that yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm going to recommend it. This talk is kind of 
I don't know. I'm still sad about no good Travolta. Because I feel like the way we talk about a Willem Dafoe or a Glenn Danzig or... I think that's the whole Hall of Fame right there is Willem Dafoe and Glenn Danzig. Mm -hmm. I think so, yeah. So, in our Hall of Fame, like, those guys give insane performances. And Travolta is usually thought of as giving them. So, that just let me down a lot. But I still think I have to recommend it. Because the family murdering scene where it's just like, ah, we got all of your cousins. (laughs) And you're great on. And it's just like, they just keep murdering. It's it's good. Mm Mm-hmm. And I really like the Johnny Cash scene. Um, torturing a man by pulling out his piercings is such an interesting concept that I'm like, yeah. I like that. That could have been terrifying if it had been shot not like dog shit. Yeah. Um, so I For think. Sure. Which is a weird thing about this movie. What? It's rated R. Mm-hmm. And it didn't feel like they used no. it as much as they could have. But they used it. M- well. Yeah, it's weird. It almost felt like this is a movie where they didn't plan on it being rated R, but it just worked out that way yeah. due to themes, like the family yeah, stuff. Yeah, because, like, it felt like, I mean, obviously, I guess, I'm not asking them to show kids getting shot, but, like, I felt like in that scene, like, you could have showed more, like, I don't remember seeing any blood in that scene. Like, even when his fam- like his wife and child are on the ground, there I don't remember one, seeing any blood. Yeah, there was only one time where one of the guys got his cheek and there was a little bit of blood, and that yeah, was. Yeah, I felt it. like there Maybe wasn't that much blood in this. I th- there was, but it mostly from the villains. Johnny Cash yeah, bleeds. Johnny Cash squirted about blood. Squirted. <laughs> 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 what? Oh boy. You you got like uh, a weird like inflection there yeah, for a second. He squirted. Did I? Yeah. yeah. And then you started like stuttering on the B there for a second. Ah! That was weird. <laughs> squirted. Bu- bu- yeah. But anyway. Blood shot out of his neck. <laughs> and, and then he fried the the Waldo's face. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Which was a little disturbing. And he got stabbed and he had blood all over his shirt. Yeah. You're tripping. There's blood. It's just not in the family scene where it feels like there should be more. I yeah. feel like they – I still don't feel like there was that much. Because there was like a red spot on his shirt, a red spot on the Russian guy's shirt, the Waldo it was like, I don't know, I felt like there wasn't that much. And then, like, even at the point where John Travolta kills the guy that he thought was sleeping with his wife, like, there's, like, a cut on his arm, and that's, like, it. And he stabbed the guy, and there was, like, nothing. He, right. John Travolta didn't get any on him. I guess it's a thing of, like, there is some, but it's weirdly spaced out. When yeah, you like, have the R, just like go for it. There would have been more, yeah. Like, and, like, when there's the part where, like, right at the end, where the Punisher goes in and he's shooting up the guy's mansion. He's punishing. Yeah, and there's like all the henchmen in there or whatever, and he's shooting all of them. I swear there wasn't like a blood splatter or there anything been more. in any yeah. of those. Like, I'm not necessarily saying I wanted more, but like, I had asked you what it was rated. You said it was rated R, and then I was I like, I think I didn't check. This doesn't seem. Like, if it was rated R, it doesn't seem like they used that as much as they could have. As much as they probably should yeah, have. Yeah, because, like, if it's rated R, it's already rated R. You don't need to play it down to, like, make it more family accessible or something. Like, it's already rated R. Like, run with it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, is this didn't feel all that different to me than Venom. And that was rated PG-13. Venom. Venom. Other than the fact that an entire fucking family got murdered in this. But yeah. it didn't feel like... But that's what I'm saying. I feel, like, I feel like that's what got it was that, like... It might like... be. But I feel like you had to kind of guess that going into that scene. And I feel like you could have used it more, you know? I feel like it could have had more there. I could see that. 
It was. It felt like when you're graduating from like PG thirteen to rated R, like yeah. we're not quite there, but we're getting a little bit. Yeah, like it darker. felt like it was like almost one, maybe there. two steps over PG thirteen, and they just left it there. Yeah, like they got that rated R, and they were like, "Well, whatever." And then they didn't. I feel like they could have used it more. I still think I recommend it. I, I don't. I'm not gonna wholeheartedly recommend it. This is one where I'm like, "Hey, man, if this is on TV, there are worse things to watch." Yeah. Watch the Cowboy Man, the the Johnny Cash, yeah, assassin. That was a good part. Watch uh, Josh Folded throw his wife off a bridge. The acting there isn't really anything, but I liked watching her get thrown off the bridge. It was fun. Because yeah. <laughs> like she lands on train tracks. Yeah, watch the movie. It's fine. Um, <laughs> would you recommend this album and movie together? No. No. Yeah, tonal dissonance, man. Yeah. Um, Only thing in common is the name. And well, and this maybe the sadness. No, I would say. I don't know. You could make the <laughs> connection that Phoebe Bridgers dropped this album during a lot of unrest, where guys and Punisher logos were doing bad things. I guess this dropped like when the protests were still yeah. full on going. Yeah. So. If anything, these are tonally dissonant because it's like, hey, it's the guy the cops love and and like an indie album about how bad everything is right now, partially yeah. due to those guys. Mm-hmm. That's not a theme, but like it very much played into the release mm-hmm. of this it album. It makes sense, yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I opposite recommend these. Don't put this Blu-ray and this CD anywhere together in your house. Don't do mm-hmm. it. Yeah, Keep these far away from each other. Very far. Um. So yeah, I think that's it. That's the. Yeah. That's 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 what happens, man. Yeah. I'm I'm Gus. You can follow me at Young Judgewig, or you can follow our page at Two Sound Two Vision on Instagram. Um. Uh, you guys got I, anything? I think I made my Instagram public finally, and I think I'm at Jim Macarena. But one M, right? One M, yeah. It's just Jim Macarena. Spell Macarena and then put J-I at the beginning of it. Oh, yeah. It. You want to plug anything? <laughs> I'm all good. Uh, yeah, our producer is Poe underscore Vision ENT. Um, our theme music is done by At The Quail Call. Check those guys out. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. Uh, next week, we'll be back with another new album from within the last year. And some kind of movie. Will it be good? Probably not. We don't watch very many good movies. So, yeah, thanks for listening. Salute me, Familia. Salute.